Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Christen. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all your friends. Like and favorite. Connect with me on social media. You'll always know when a podcast comes out. This episode, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. We're going to have some strong takes for you on a couple of topics. Brought to you by the hottest, newest website. Sports betting in the USA is exploding. You need to explode with it by going to meatandpotatoesusa.com. Meatandpotatoesusa.com. Buy a pick for the World Series, NFL, college football, soon to come with NBA and horse racing. Meatandpotatoesusa.com. On this episode of Sports Takes, Trey Blossom and I are going to talk about the World Series the Braves, the Astros, Major League Baseball, the egg on their face, moving the All-Star game from Atlanta. Now the World Series is in Atlanta. And we got some thoughts about college football and the overtime process or rules that are in place. College football rankings uh, for the playoffs come out next week. Lots of sports takes from Trey Blossman and myself right here on Talking Sports with TK. Again, visit the website, meatandpotatoesusa.com. We're going to hear a message from our host, Anchor, and we'll be back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. Sports takes, all a part of Talking Sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sports with TK. This episode of Sports Takes about to be joined by Trey Blossman. Going to kick around a few topics for you on this Tuesday afternoon. And Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? Doing good, Tommy. Doing good. Well, I've just mentioned it is a Tuesday afternoon and game one of the World Series will be tonight in Houston. I actually tried to get tickets, spoke to a friend of mine who was at Alex Bregman's house last night with Mattress Mac, uh, the guy that bets all the money on the Astros. And uh, tickets are kind of high-priced, to to say the least. But the Astros and the Braves in the World Series, two teams that are playing very good right now, and uh, should be a fun World Series. Yeah, I think so. Two teams are definitely are hot and two teams that beat some good teams to get to where they are. Uh, you know, uh, Houston and Atlanta are also the two closest teams geographically to Louisiana. And I know a lot of people who travel to Houston and Atlanta to see MLB games, and I'm one of them. Now, I haven't done it lately, but when I was younger, I've uh, – seen games at the old Fulton County Coliseum. I've seen games at the old Turner Field. I've seen games in the Astrodome. Uh, as you know, I'm a Cardinal fan, and I've uh, traveled to see the Cardinals, uh, not just to St. Louis, but to other parks as well, and have always enjoyed it. Uh, I haven't watched much of the playoffs since the Cardinals lost in the ninth inning and the uh, wild card game to the Dodgers. It was such a depressing way to end the season <laughs> after an historic run got the Cardinals to the playoffs. They won 17 games in a row down the stretch. 
to go from a team that didn't look like they had any chance to a team that was in, uh, you know, but that random one-game playoff is tough. I, I think the best three out of five is a tough series. I, I, I like seven-game series better. I think the better team prevails more often than not in a seven-game series where I think it's easier for the weaker of the two teams to win a five-game series. But uh, here we are, a seven-game World Series. I, look, I'll, I'll be pulling for the Houston Astros because of Alex Bregman, if for no other reason. But it uh, should be entertaining. It's going to... It's well, pretty ironic too when Game Three rolls around, Tommy. Yeah, well, well, let's point out know, Houston has the home field advantage. Game one and two, and six and seven, if necessary, will be in Houston. Game three and four, and if necessary, Game five, which I think will be necessary, would be in Atlanta. Of course, big story a few months back when Major League Baseball, with their woke mentality, decided to pull the all-star game from Atlanta where they were going to do a huge celebration of uh, one of the greatest ever Henry Aaron, who passed away a little less than a year ago uh, because of some Georgia voting laws. Uh, They took, took away a lot of money from the greater Atlanta economy, hurt a lot of businesses, cost a lot of people an opportunity to make a a bunch of money on a, a, you know, an all-star event the days before the days after and they moved it to a state that had tougher voting regulations than Georgia. And they got criticized for it. They moved it to Colorado. They got criticized for it. And now the Atlanta Braves, you know, with their pitching staff and uh, former University of New Orleans player Brian Schnitker is the manager. By the way, his son's a hitting coach for the Astros. They got a little family flavor going on. And then Ron Washington, third base coach of the Braves, is also has a home in New Orleans. He's from New Orleans. It, Manage the Texas Rangers to two World Series. So, yeah, so MLB is going to have a little egg on its face, and they'll have to celebrate the, the World Series at least two games in Atlanta. And I think it's beautiful. As you said a little earlier, it's hilarious. It's delicious just because the, the woke mentality, you know, knee-jerk reaction stuff, time and time again, we, we see that it's just not the thing to do. Well, you know, moving the game was stupid. Uh, to do it because of new voting laws that were less stringent than the voting laws of the state in which they moved the game to is patently absurd and shows that MLB management is, in fact, a joke. I mean, well, and in, that's just on top stupid, of that, Tommy. The, the corporate offices of Major League Baseball in New York, they have stricter rules than Colorado and Georgia put together. I mean, so move the damn offices out of New York. But they're not going to do that. That was a knee-jerk reaction uh, to the woke society, the cancel culture, which I think is diminishing in this country because people are realizing there's no substance to all that stuff. It's just a joke. It's a total joke. And this joke here is on MLB. Well, the ultimate joke, Tommy, would be for Atlanta to win the series at home in game five. <laughs> it would. But anyway, if you, really, if you really want to give the finger to MLB, pull for the Braves to win in five. Yeah, no question. A couple of things. Uh, that one thing, first about the Houston Astros, in the playoffs this year, 45 of their 67 runs have been scored with two outs. 
that's huge because you always talk about getting that two-out hit to knock a run or two in. And that's a lesson for all you college teams and high school teams and even the youth teams. If, if you don't have three outs, this, you can still score, okay? And, and the Astros are taking that to the next level in the postseason here. And, of course, the Braves uh, pitching, pitching, pitching. Both teams rather evenly matched on paper. I'm looking forward to this World Series. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a packed stadium over there in Houston, about four hours from me, about five hours from you. And uh, really looking forward to to that packed stadium and, and the World Series where every single pitch matters. Yeah, well, uh, I'm curious to see what kind of TV ratings they're going to draw. Yeah, it may not be as high as they would like, but we'll see. Hey, don't forget, if you want to bet on the World Series or college football, NFL, horse racing coming soon, NBA coming soon, one of the hottest new websites is meatandpotatoesusa.com. Trey Blossman, let's uh, shift gears into the world of college football. A couple of things to talk about. The playoff rankings, uh, first edition, will be released next week, November 2. But they had an occurrence uh, in college football this past week in a nine-overtime game with the silly two-point conversion try rule after the second overtime. Ten straight missed two-point conversion attempts between Illinois and Penn State. Uh, Illinois finally won the game. But they've got to do something with the overtime rule. It's a total joke. My first thought was to bring down the NFL rule. You know, if you score a touchdown, you win. If you kick a field goal, the other team gets an opportunity. The, the snag with that is in the NFL, the game can end in a tie, which I don't like. And I don't want. I don't think college football wants to have tie games. That's why they put the overtime in. So somebody a little bit smarter than me has got to figure out a way to uh, to to play these games and get a winner without the foolishness that we saw because you play a football game for 60 minutes, the football game we all know and love, and then you totally change the game to try to determine a winner. Uh, so I mean, it, something's got to be done. It, it's ridiculous. And how about that? Nine overtimes that combined for 38 points. Wake Forest this past weekend scored 70 points, seven zero points against Army. Time of possession was less than 18 minutes, and they scored 70 points. So that's the same sport. <laughs> you know, Illinois well, played for his arm. Tommy, go back to the LSU A&M epic seven overtime game in 2018, I believe it was. One of the greatest football games, if not the single greatest college football game in history. So. The older overtime rules led to a game that, granted, was way too long, but was also the best football game ever, okay? What I saw in watching that overtime game with Penn State Saturday had nothing to do with the overtime rules. It showed me that I don't want James Franklin as the LSU head coach. (laughs) If you can't make – if you miss five two-point conversions in a row, you're not my guy, Tommy. <laughs> you know? And you can't and you can't you you can't succeed in the SEC. The Big Ten is slow no. motion football. It's terrible. Okay, it's not a good brand of football. Are there some very skilled athletes in the Big Ten? Yes. Are there some very good coaches? Yes. But collectively, it's bad football. 
and uh, it doesn't compare to the Southeastern Conference or, or or most, not even to some of the other conferences as well. So somebody smarter than me has got to figure out a new way to do overtime in college football, uh, and, and we'll see what happens there. But I, I don't want any ties. I'd be against a system that well, could end in a tie. You know, Tommy, I, I, I'm against ties, and, and I like overtime, and I do not like the NFL overtime rules at all. I much prefer the college, although going to the two-point conversions as early as they do, uh, you know, it used to be third overtime, you had to go for two. And sometimes if both teams made it, or both teams didn't, and that's what happened in that LSU game that went seven overtimes. I'd like to see maybe that come second overtime, you have to go for two. But at the end of three overtimes, if the game's still tied, it's a tie. You, you don't want to have ties, but sometimes at the end of the day, you just got to say, you know, uh, yeah. we're putting these kids at risk with health issues playing this long. Uh, but to just go to the two-point conversion, I, I think that's a bit foolish. Uh, it's just so random. Uh, I, I don't like it. I prefer the way it was before. They went to that when you went had to start going for two on the third overtime. That doesn't mean you can't go for two on the first overtime or the second overtime. Uh, yeah. But coaches had always been reluctant to do that. Let's just see. We get to the third overtime. We'll get there and take our chances. Uh, I'd like to see the rules tweaked. I haven't really given a whole lot of thought as to what that was, other than what I just well, blurted out here off the top of my head on the, on this podcast. I'm thinking about what you're saying, and I think what might expedite the way to a winner, to determine a winner, would be give the teams the option after each score. Go for one or go for two, whatever you want to do. I don't care if it's the first score. Your choice. Because then you might have that coach who kicks it and then that other coach who says, we're going to go for two and try to win it. You know, or the coach, you know, you, you, you have a little more strategy in there, maybe depending on the wind, what end the stadium you're on, momentum. Etc. So maybe that would be it. Uh, but anyway, we'll, we'll let the powers that be figure that out for college football. It's right next week, November two, the playoff rankings, the first edition of many weeks of that will come out. Uh, Georgia, Bama. Unless you know, I don't think Georgia will lose to Florida this week. Bama's got an open date. It'll be interesting to see how the rest of it plays out, especially with Cincinnati, who's got a path to an undefeated season. Right, we have our first group of five team in the college football fourteen playoff. Well, look, Cincinnati's a good football team. Uh, you know, they beat Notre Dame, which we both think is the most perennial overrated team <laughs> in the country. But uh, they uh, they're, they're going to run the table. I don't see anybody on their schedule beating. CBS Sports came out today with Jerry Palm's projections on how the rankings will come out next week. And, again, this is assuming none of these teams lose this week. And he does have Georgia first. Surprisingly, his second-ranked team is Michigan. Uh, You know, that's a team that's been very disappointing the last half a decade or more. They're undefeated. Uh, I haven't really watched them because, like you said, Big Ten ball is boring. I watch SEC. I watch Big 12. I watch the American Conference. I just I find Big Ten football to be pretty boring. 
other than I've been enjoying watching Michigan State's success this year, and they've got a quarterback that's a little bit fun to watch. But the Palm rankings have Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Ohio State, Cincinnati five, Oklahoma, an undefeated football team, six. Uh, they've changed quarterbacks. Did you see the play that Williams made to save yes. that game for them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was brilliant this kid he's a true freshman he's very very smart and i don't know if he was valedictorian of his class but it's obvious he's a very cerebral kid and he's also an incredibly gifted athlete for those that didn't see it they needed a first down to give them the ability to run out the clock and their back was being stopped what three yards behind the line to gain and the quarterback went and took the ball out of his hands. The running back was smart enough to realize what his quarterback was doing and gave him the ball. And Williams runs four or five yards for the first down, and the Sooners get to run out the clock. Uh, on a tough win over a Kansas team, that came to play, Tommy. Uh, yeah. Been talking about how horrible Kansas is. You've been talking about how horrible. They came to play. Give them credit. You know, you, you go 06, 07, it's hard to find the will to play sometimes and give the Kansas kids and coaches credit. They came to play against the Sooners. You know, and that play by Williams, that that's a great play at any point in any game. It's magnified because of the effect it had on that game and gave Oklahoma the chance to win. Uh, all right, Trey, as we wrap this thing up, you got some picks coming later in the week, college football and the NFL, where you've been on fire. Your picks at meatandpotatoesusa.com are on more fire. You got 70% a long winning streak going there, and we're, we're up in the promotions on meatandpotatoesusa.com. So people need to check that out, bookmark it, favorite the website, and uh, check it out frequently. There's lots of great stuff there. So, Trey, we will have some picks later in the week, and until then, you uh, enjoy this week, sir. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.